Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. We're going to talk about consistent discipline compounded daily equals transformation. I have two of my partners, Debbie and Cynthia here. Um, Cynthia and Debbie, do you both want to introduce yourself? 
Yeah, good morning, everybody. Wow, I walked into this room and I felt like I didn't need coffee anymore, and that's amazing for me. So there's a lot of energy here. I'm Deb Shannon. Uh, people on Clubhouse call me Debbie in the Blue Bubble. But more importantly, I work with uh, Alexa and Cynthia, and we work hard to support entrepreneurs in our coaching business, and even harder with uh, startups, entrepreneurs, and companies that are ready to grow and scale. So they're on a mission too. And my focus is strategy in operations, sales, and marketing. And uh, I have a great time doing what I do. So thanks for letting me be here. Good morning, everyone. I'm Cynthia, Alexa's business partner. I work on the mostly on the creative side of the house, but also the marketing side of the house. Uh, like Debbie said, helping entrepreneurs at different levels, depending on what side of the business you're interacting with, uh, scale their businesses to the next level, pretty much to get, get getting them to the next level. So what I specialize in is using storytelling based methods to help amplify the voices um, of brands and their businesses and all that stuff. So yeah, happy to be here. Woo, what a crowd. So guys, you're sitting in the Breakfast with Champions room. Uh, what an incredible group. This is Glenn Lundy's room. We do this every single morning, uh, Monday through Saturday. I'm, I'm pretty sure we don't do Sunday. but um, it, So make sure if you haven't already, make sure to follow the speakers and follow the club so that you can get dinged when we're on um, and get a little nice notification so that you can learn because you guys get to learn from people that have actually done it. I think that's what's cool is, you know, these are not just random speakers. These are vetted speakers that have actually done what they've said they've done um, and have been vetted. So you're actually learning for free and you're getting value poured into you every single morning. And so today we're going to talk about consistent discipline um, and how doing that every single day equals transformation. And, you know, I have a couple different thoughts on this. Um, you know, the first thing that's really important to think about is think about back in the day when um, much, many more people smoked, right? And it became a habit and it was a bad habit. Everybody thinks it's easier to create a good habit, but it's actually just as hard to create a good habit. So now how do you sm quit smoking, right? Well, actually my, one of my, our business partners, um, Howie Panis, who, Panis, who actually created the e-cigarette. Now he's a health freak and everyone's like, why did you create the e-cigarette? Well, the e-cigarette's not healthy, but it's healthier than the cigarette, right? And he's taught me all about habits. And his idea was he saw a problem. People were addicted to cigarettes. So he said, how can I help people create a different habit that's still maybe not as healthy, but at least healthier than the cigarette, right? Um, and so he created an innovation called the e-cigarette, e right? So he was the inventor of that, sold it for billions of dollars, uh, north of about $7 billion. So now you have a different habit building. Now it's how do you get off it, right? So the point of why I bring that up is Howie, um, you know, the reason why he came up with that at the time, and now you're talking, this is like 10, 15 years ago um, when it came up. Now there's, you know, different studies and, and whatnot on, on the topic. But at the time, his idea was all about habit making. And so now, you know, 10 years later, we've just launched a new company called Mighty Yum. Some of you who follow me probably saw it. Um, in zero to 90 days, we went from zero to 300 million. Um, and it, it's all because we're surrounding the topic of habit building, not in us, but in our kids. Because as a young kid, you build your habits. That's really where we build our habits. So we have created this company that is healthy plant-based food on the go for moms that can teach their kids how to build ha healthy habits. 
You don't have to have regular cheese. You don't have to have regular meats that have nitrates. You don't have to have, you know, these Nutrigrain bars that are so bad for you if you look in the ingredients. You don't have to have McDonald's uh, and fast food. There's healthy options. And it's teaching our kids at a young age about habits. And so then I started looking at myself and I started to say to myself, like, what habits did I learn as a kid? And I started to think through like all the good habits, all the bad habits. And I go back to what I said earlier, like everybody thinks that bad habits are, are harder um, to break than creating good habits. And it's actually the, it's not true. It is really hard to create good habits because you need to do it consistently every single day. And as you build it, it compounds daily to create a transformation in your life. Like look at health. How hard is it to lose weight? because you have to be disciplined. You have to compound it every single day. It's like, think about when you build a snowman, you start first with a little ball and then you roll that ball and it gets bigger, 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 and bigger. But you have to be disciplined to keep rolling that ball over and over and over again until it becomes a nice big snowman, right? And sometimes people get bored, they quit, it breaks, and people don't move forward in creating that daily habit. So to me, if you want the truth of what I think, I've, why I've created success, and I've mentioned this before, but in a different and in a different way, I've created success not because I have the skill, not because I have the network, not because I'm smart. I've created because I have good daily habits. I get stuff done. I every day make sure that I do not go to bed until my list is checked off. I have created great positive habits. That's a habit being positive every single day, get waking up every day and being resilient towards the things that come your way. All of this is habits, right? And so I've worked my whole life to create good habits in my life, but also to see the bad habits that I have. Cause as humans, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I have a lot of bad habits, right? And I work on them every single day. It's why I have a coach that I literally talk about every day, my bad habits, right? Yesterday, I literally called my coach. I'm like, sometimes when I'm stressed, I get really super cranky. And that's a bad habit. Like, I've got to break it, right? Like, I can't get snippy because I'm crank- like because I'm stressed. I have to learn how to power through it and, and communicate appropriately. So we talk through it. So now I have a couple little daily things, a couple daily routines like breathing and certain things that's going to help me get through that stress so that I'm not cranky, right? So these are all daily habits. So I encourage you guys to put on a piece of paper, what are my good habits? What are my bad habits, right? And the bad habits, look through them and highlight which ones are holding you back, which ones are stopping you from being successful, thinking negatively is a bad habit. So highlight that and figure out what are the daily habits that I could do that will break that habit because you want to break that habit, right? It's all about self-assessment. If any single person in this room thinks that they don't have any bad habits or that they don't have anything they need to change, then that's why you're not getting to the next level, right? So Debbie, Cynthia, I want to open up to both of you and I would love to get your take on this. So the, the best advice, as you were speaking, Alexa, I just remember that the best advice I ever received about habits and the, the, the method of habit building that has worked in my life is just do it. And it sounds cliche, right? That's like even the Nike, Nike slogan, but the, I think it sounds cliche because there's some truth to it. So what does just do it means? It means 
when you're building a habit, when after you've identified those habits, as Alexa said, and I would say, Alexa, you know, rather than, I would say, rather than say even bad habits and good habits, I'll just say what habits are serving you and what habits aren't, because those are really loose terms, right? What's a bad habit to one person may not be a bad habit to the other person, right? So I would say, like, what habits are serving me? What habits aren't serving me right now? What habits are serving the person I want to become? So back to the just do it slogan, it's like not negotiating with yourself. So I'll give you an example. I wake up every morning. I like to work out in the mornings before the day starts and all that stuff. Once you start negotiating with yourself and asking yourself whether you want to work out or not, you're already losing the battle, I found, right? So I just commit to doing it. I don't negotiate with myself. Instead, I focus on who's the person I want to become. I've told this story several times, but I'm going to tell it again. Alexa's familiar with this story. Uh, about last year, when I, when I you know, really went in on the entrepreneurial journey, entrepreneurial journey and started on my journey, I wrote on my whiteboard, what does a six-figure entrepreneur do on a daily basis? For starters, that was the beginning. And then I did those things on a daily basis without negotiating with myself. And then now I have what does a seven-figure entrepreneur do on a daily basis? And then I do those things without negotiating with myself. And so it just continues, right? And that has really, I identify those things that those people do right? You work out every morning, meditate, whatever it is, whatever that looks like to you. And then I just do it without negotiating with myself. And that has helped me see tremendous success over the past couple of years um, on my entrepreneurial journey. To you, Debbie. It's, it's real quick. I want to comment on that because I, I love the negotiation um, part that you just added to this. So it's actually interesting too, right? So like, as you were saying that, I'm like, I do that. I negotiate with myself about going to the gym every day, you know, like, well, instead of going to the gym, I'll go for a walk and I like negotiate it. Right. So we all do it. it it's just a matter of acknowledgement. And I, I love the, the fact that you said, cause negotiation isn't a bad word. It's just, what are you negotiating? Like I always say everything in life is negotiable, everything. And in fact, it's to the point where people hate negotiating with me um, because I negotiate every everything like literally you can negotiate anything you could walk into like a, a supermarket and negotiate um and you know so negotiation is a very very good thing to do but sometimes as you mentioned sometimes negotiation to yourself is not always a good thing so i love that point thanks cynthia Debbie, uh, absolutely i i do it too just saying i do it too <laughs> but part of the battle is is um fighting the urge to negotiate with myself where it comes to my habits so yeah <laughs> Well, okay, so for me, where all that happens is in the hesitation. If I hesitate, I'm lost, right? He who hesitates is lost. You, you can't hesitate. And I think, you know, part of that is the way you think about things. Like Alexa just said, she has a mindset that everything is negotiable. Therefore, she doesn't hesitate to negotiate. So I think what it comes back to is mind habits before it's, before it's the physical manifestation of those habits, right? So I, I have to be somebody who who doesn't hesitate because in that in that nanosecond i'm going to start the negotiation process and i'm like alexa i negotiate everything so i especially negotiate the things i don't want to do and if good habits were easy to create we'd already have them right we'd already have these habits that's why when alexa put the word discipline in the title nobody likes the sound of that word because it sounds like punishment you know we all grew up you know being quote unquote disciplined and and so i think some of it is the language we use inside our head that makes it like 
super unattractive and it sounds awful. And yeah, you know, like going to the gym isn't easy. It's, it's hard. Any new habit you want to create, the only reason you haven't created it is because you haven't practiced it. So it's always hard the first time. It's always hard the second time and the third time. I remember the first time I started driving my car. I couldn't wait to do it. I didn't care how hard it was, right? So I was willing. So I think you have to fall in love with the outcome first, and you just can't hesitate. Those are my thoughts. You want to know what's funny, Debbie? You know, as a kid, I was never disciplined. Um, I was disciplined once, and my mom's like, you're punished forever. <laughs> and then and then it lasted like a, a day. It's actually really funny. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. The word discipline sounds um, negative, but it's not. Like, it's actually a very positive thing. And what's funny is as kids, we actually need discipline. Um, so my wife and I have a two-year-old. And we've actually um, really focused heavily on reading a lot of books leading up to having our, our, our daughter. And one of the things that we really learned is how important discipline actually is. Like children need discipline. They need structure. And I think the word here is structure. That's um, the word. I was hoping yeah. you'd say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was really your idea. I just said it, you know. Um, but, you know, structure is so important in everything we do. Because if you don't have structure, like I have crazy structure to my day. Like I just saw Susie pop in our other business partner. Like she'll tell you, like, I'm like crazy with my calendar and structure. And like, if somebody screws it up, I'm like, don't screw it up. You know, like I'm like very structured because I have to be, because once that structure is gone, I'm all over the place. Right. So I protect my time and my structure of my day because I have to. Otherwise, I don't get done and I don't become and I'm no longer disciplined to do what I got to do. Susie, good morning. I miss you already. Good morning. Um, I was on another call. My apologies. Um, I love the word discipline and structure because, like you said, we think about it as negative, but it really is about, you know, learning to be who we need to be to get where we want to go. So I don't think discipline's a bad thing. I think guidelines and structure and guardrails are all important. Otherwise, um, we don't have the, the roadmap. One of the things that's interesting in psychology, I, I heard you talking about your, the books you read with your daughter. The most insecure kids are the ones who are raised with no discipline. Um, no discipline and they get away with everything. You know, they, there is a sense of no one's bigger or stronger than them in terms of not body, but in terms of the ability to handle the world. And so they don't grow up feeling safe. They don't grow up feeling like they can explore. And so they're all over the place. So I think when we think about discipline, if you look at the word as structure, or you look at the word as it's so weird how words get laden with meaning as how does this serve me? How, how does this help me? You know, for me, I, and we joked about this when we were away, I'm very disciplined with my mornings. I don't pick up my phone um, right away. I, I don't even have it in my bedroom. Um, and so the, that structure, um, even having to put it down at night to, you know, get my brain slowing down so I can sleep, you know, it's not easy, it's not fun, but it's, um, it works to serve me for, you know, being at, able to be at a peak performance state. So, um, you know, today I woke up and I was like, I got to go to PT for my foot. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. You know, I've got other things I want to do, but I know that if I want to be able to run again and do what I want to do, I have to go. I have to do the hard to get to the good. So that's what I think about discipline. Well, I was, I'm kind of laughing because I, before you popped on, I just shared a story that I was never disciplined as a I kid. heard. I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, I'm not all over the place. 
but 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 but, on, but the reason you're not uh, over the place i heard your story is because you brought discipline into your life yeah yeah and i had discipline i just wasn't punished but i had discipline like my parents had expectations they oh, had that's what i mean even like that's what i mean by discipline i don't mean punishment i mean like structure and being told that there were expectations and living I'm into that. I'm busting your chops. I'm busting your chops. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of the things I always say this, my mom always used to tell me, tell me who you hang out with. I'll tell you who you are. It was one of her ways of disciplining and giving structure. And now like, look who I surround myself with. Right. And it's why with our coaching program, passion CEO, which is up on top, you have me, you have Cindy, you have Debbie, you have Susie, you have Tiny, who's on an airplane right now. Like, this is why I've surrounded myself with awesome people as coaches, because one, we have a lot of fun together. If you haven't watched, go watch my TikTok and you'll see, you'll see how much fun we have together. But also, like, they're smart people. They're smart, they're intelligent, they're caring, right? Because we're at the point in our lives and our careers where we want to impact others. And we have one of the most affordable coaching programs that give like incredible value and impact in people's lives. And that's why we do what we do right now is because we want to do that. And so I surround myself with people that have the same vision, have the same mission, have the same positivity, have that are going in the same direction. Because what happens is it's like the law of attraction. You become who you're around. And for me, I want to become like these ladies. So for me, that's why I surround myself with them. You always want to surround yourself with other people that can help you build a better discipline and a better structure, right? And that's, and if you're around people that make you uncomfortable, like I talk a lot about Howie and I mean, the guy's a billionaire and he's coaching me and now we're business partners. He, he's already called me five times this morning. Susie, you understand. Um, and you know, it's like, it's, it's a lot, right? Because that's why he's a billionaire. But now he's pushing me in different ways. And there's good things and there's bad things. And with every single person, I always take the good and the bad. But at the end of the day, they're moving me forward as a person and as a professional. And they're helping me create consistent discipline. Then I'm going to be doing it every single day. And if that means that he's got to be account accountable uh, for me to make sure I'm getting done what I, I have to get done and that my team's getting done what they have to get done, then that's a good thing. It's a positive thing. And that's why in... Interestingly enough, in Passion CEO, we never, we didn't have accountability coaching until um, about a year ago when we really saw like our students knew what to do. They just were not disciplined to do it. So that's when we in integrated one-on-one -on -one accountability. And that's when we brought Debbie in as well, because um, she's a, a fractional amazing COO now that I've adopted her as my COO, because um, she's, <laughs> she, she's so good. I was like, yeah, um, why don't you just come be my COO? Uh, I did the same thing with Susie. I'm like, yeah, instead of uh, uh, me helping you with your business, why don't you just uh, come in as a partner and be my CPO, my chief people officer? Um, and, uh, and so, you know, for me, I think that the most important thing is to understand that discipline is everything. And if you are not disciplined, look yourself in the mirror right now and say, am I disciplined to get done what I have to get done? Like in our coaching program, we make everybody say, what are the three things that you did today to move your business forward? And guess what? Those that are not disciplined to actually put it in the chat every day are the ones that are not moving their business forward, period. If you're not disciplined to tell me what you do every day, three things to move your business forward, you're not moving your business forward, period. You've got to be disciplined to do it every day. At a minimum, I'm doing three things that I can identify that it moved my business forward. And that is why my business is moving forward. I mean, we thought doing a, a million in 90 days was a lot. And we just did 300 million in 90 days.
in 90 freaking days. Did I think that we could do that two years ago? No. Did you think that, do you think I thought we could do that six months ago? No. <laughs> I didn't even think three months ago we could do it, right? And so it, it all becomes creating this discipline of, you know, doing these daily habits every single day and surrounding yourself with the right people. When Howie told me you're one connection away from billions, I did not understand that until we hit 300 million in 90 days. I said, oh my God, we could do a billion in a year, maybe less. I said, holy crap, like this is insane. And I didn't have the belief because I didn't even know that, that I didn't even know it existed. I didn't even know that that was a possibility until I got myself in the room with people smarter than me, people more successful than me. And then it was like that aha moment where I'm like, oh my goodness, I could be even greater than I am, right? Um, and being around different people that help you understand that, it opens doors, it opens your eyes to the possibilities. But if you don't surround yourself with that, it's hard to really understand that that's even a possibility because you don't even know what's there. It's kind of like when my mom came from America, like everybody in Cuba is very happy because they don't know better. They don't know the possibilities, right? So when we went back to Cuba to, to visit my family, my mom came over when she was 12, right? Um, she like was dumbfounded. She was like, I don't understand. Why are, they, why are they so happy here? They don't have running water. They can't even flush their toilets. Like they don't, they have warm chicken. They can't, they don't even have freezers, electricity to have freezers. Like we opened the freezer and there was, they were so proud of the black market chicken. And we opened the freezer and the freezer's lukewarm. We're like, this is gross. But they don't know better because they haven't been able to go outside their walls to see that there's something greater out there. So they're happy, right? And that's okay, right? But we look at it and we're like, wow, you can live such a better life, right? I look at my two 10-year-old cousins that sleep on a king bed with no pillows, no sheets, and the roof above them has water leaking in and all four of them the two parents and the two kids, and actually there's five, all sleep on this king bed. And it's like moldy and nasty, right? And they're, they're happy with it because they just don't know better. But they could live a better life if they, if they had the opportunity, right? Um, Debbie, Cynthia, Susie, anything you want to add to that? I just kind of went on a rampage. No, that's, that's, so, that's, that's, not, that's not normal. I never go on rampages, guys. Come on. <laughs> You, you went in there, Alexa. It was, it was, um, while you were speaking, I just remembered um, the, the difference between... So a few things came to mind. The first one was the difference between motivation and discipline, right? And I, I like the fact that you kept emphasizing on discipline because motivation will fail you, right? Motivation goes up and down. And if you rely on motivation to do the things you used to do, what you need to do, which is what, you know, as, as someone who comes from a creative background, most creatives I know rely on motivation. You're looking for that inspiration. You're looking for, you know, all that stuff. I learned that, you know, to run a business, I learned that really fast. You can't rely on motivation. It has to be discipline. You got to keep going. You got to keep doing it. And then the next thing that came to mind, you know, Alexa, while you were talking about your family in, in Cuba was, um, again, it goes back to the whole surrounding yourself with people and things that inspire you thing. Now, I come from Nigeria, but I remember for some reason, my, my mom always had a big vision for life. And she would always encourage us kids that we can get anything we want in life if we worked hard enough for it. 
for some reason, I don't know why, I don't know where that vision came from. And that's why my mom is one of the people I look, I look up to most in the world, just for that vision, just to dream in our head. I remember even at times when my family didn't have a lot, I remember my mom would just like sit in her bed and start drawing houses that she would like to own later in the future, right? Just little things like that. Now, I don't know where that vision came from, but she passed that vision on to her kids. And, you know, a couple of years later, me and my siblings were all in the U.S. and we're doing very well. My siblings work, um, you know, in a big pharma. They're, you know, they work in the pharmaceutical industry. They're doing great. You know, we all had our de uh, degrees from the best schools in the country and all that stuff. And all that goes back to just vision and surrounding yourself. So my person who... I surrounded myself with first growing up who had that vision was my mom and then just going and continue like up now that i'm an adult continuing to surround myself with people who help me see what's possible because it's difficult to miss what you don't know right so that's to your point alexa about um the, your family in in cuba it's difficult to miss what you don't know they don't know any better so they, they don't reach for better so it's important to really place yourself among people who can help you see what's possible. Deb, Suze, any, any thoughts? I just really love the whole idea of possibility thinking because Alexa, you both said it really well, the, the idea of drawing a house or the idea of the 390 million in, what did you say, 90 days or 60 days? The idea of seeing something done that you didn't think was possible opens the door to all kinds of possibility. And we talk about that with um, Roger Bannister and all that and breaking the four minute mile. And after he did lots of more people did because your paradigm shifts. And once we see what's possible, we move into things even greater. So I, I'm totally on board with that with respect to being around people who know more than you and being able to, to learn and listen and, and, and really watch and look at the gaps. Like for me, I look at the gaps in my own thinking and my own experience and try to fill them in with people who know more than me in those areas. It's huge. Deb. Yeah, there's no question. All of this is a, is accurate, and like as an example of consistent discipline daily, I'm in the car on the way to the airport to go to one of the launch events for the brand that Alexa mentioned, and I'm not going to miss being in here. Now, my you know driver may not appreciate that I'm here talking about discipline, but it's not the point. The point is I committed to show up today, and I just show up, and I and I like what. Um, you guys are pointing to about the possibility thing because it's like Alexa said, she's seeing things that are possible now that she didn't see before. And one of my commitments I've always said is I want to live my life as an example of what's possible so that other people see possibilities too. Well, that means I can't stop. I can't camp and I can't quit. I've got to keep climbing because there's always something new that's possible. And so I have to keep showing up. So like Cynthia was talking about motivation wanes. And like, I'm not going to have the want to on some of the hard stuff. I just, if I wanted to do it, I'd already be doing it, right? Like, that's easy. It's, it's, I don't think in terms of what I want. I think in terms of what will work. And so for me, it's like, all right, what's going to work to get to this goal? What's going to work to get to that goal? And those are the things I commit to do, whether I want to or not. That's discipline. It's actually funny because we have students that are listening to this and, uh, I had three students write me like, I hear you loud and clear. I'll be more consistent. <laughs> good. So that's good. funny. Oh, that's, that's funny. By the but way, it's, Alexa, it's... you mentioned accountability, like, and, and that's one of the things that I do in the program. Guys, don't be afraid of accountability. It's a bridge because like earlier we talked about our parents provided the structure that we needed to be disciplined in growing up. 
right? Not as punishment, but as structure. It's like when you're forced, Hey, Deb, you're, you're, you're in the matrix. Oh, sorry. You're, you're in the matrix. But, um, you know, I think, I think what Deb's trying to say to wrap this up is at the end of the day, you know, discipline, we could not have done zero to 300 million in 90 days if we weren't disciplined. You can't do zero to seven figures in 90 days if you're not disciplined, right? So it's discipline in creating a brand. It's discipline in showing up every day. It's discipline doing 300 million in 90 days means no freaking sleep, nothing. Right. But we we're there. We show up, we do it like the, there's so many obstacles, but we still plow through them. We have a team, we stick together, like no matter what, right. There's so many different things. So I love, I'll end it with this. Um, Cynthia said that she wrote down six figures. What are the daily habits I need to do? Seven figures. What are the daily habits? Now she's doing eight figures. What are the daily habits? Right. So write them down and just do them every day and be disciplined and get people that are going to get you there. Like Miss Lisa, which I did not recognize you, by the way, with, with your new picture. Um, oh, no, that's Lisa Wood. That's the wrong Lisa. Uh, Barbara, are you taking over for Lisa today? Yes. Hello. Like, Good morning. I'm like, Lisa, I'm like, Lisa, you look different to me. And then I look <laughs> and I'm like, that's the wrong Lisa. <laughs> but, uh, but talk about transformation and talk about discipline. Um, you have somebody incredible here to speak with you next. Thank you, everybody. And uh... thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.